Hey, Steve here with the Natural Curiosity Project. You know, ever since I did that episode about the roly-poly, I've gotten a handful of requests from teachers and students asking me to do a few other topics. So I'm going to do them. I'm going to filter them in because, hey, knowledge is knowledge, and these are just as good stories as any others. So this week, we're talking about the dung beetle. This is another request from a student in the sixth grade about the life of the lowly but wonderful dung beetle. So here we go. Everybody likes to play with balls, right? Footballs, baseballs, soccer balls, tennis balls, beach balls, snowballs, and volleyballs. But poop balls? Pretty gross, right? But there is one animal that does like to play with poop balls, and they're called dung beetles because dung is another word for poop. And while playing with poop is pretty disgusting, there is a reason that they actually do it. And there are some other things that dung beetles do that make them really, really interesting animals. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you about them. So let's get the grossest thing out of the way first. Dung beetles not only play with poop by making big balls out of it and rolling it around with their back legs, but they also eat it. Yep, they eat the poop of animals that eat plants, like cows and horses and elephants and bison and deer. Animals that eat plants are called herbivores, and the reason dung beetles eat plant-eater poop is because the plants don't get completely digested by these animals when they eat them, so there's still plenty of vitamins and minerals in the poop when it plops down onto the ground. So when dung beetles aren't eating poop, they're playing with it. Now, everybody knows you're not supposed to play with your food, but in the case of dung beetles, we're going to make an exception. Why? Because one of the reasons dung beetles make balls out of poop is because they're really good parents. Wait, don't your parents make balls out of poop for you? No? Well, then I guess your parents must not be dung beetles. Anyway, dung beetles look for wet, fresh herbivore poop that just plopped on the ground. And they're really good at finding it, although scientists, frankly, aren't exactly sure how. One scientist who was studying elephants in Africa saw one of his elephants poop. You can imagine that elephants have ginormous poops. Anyway, 15 minutes after the poop hit the ground, it had four thousand dung beetles crawling all over it, and a little while later, 12,000 more arrived. That's a lot of beetles. And these are big beetles. They're, they're bigger than a June bug. They pretty much fill the palm of your hand. They're harmless, but they're big. Now, you know how when somebody accidentally drops a bag of flour or a bottle of strawberry jam at the grocery store and it makes a mess, so they make an announcement over the intercom that says, clean up on aisle four? Well, the dung beetle's job is to do the same thing in nature. It's part of nature's cleanup crew. So the adult beetles make their poop ball, and then walking backward, pushing it with their back legs, they roll it back to their underground nest. And by the way, compared to the size and weight of the beetle, these balls are huge. I mean, here's how strong they are. It would be the equivalent of you pushing a full-size dump truck filled with rocks all by yourself. Now, once the dung beetles get the poop ball to the nest, they take it underground and they store it in a tunnel. Now, once it's there, they turn the ball into a whole bunch of tiny little sausage-shaped blobs. And then in each one of those blobs, they lay an egg. That way, when the egg hatches, the baby enters the world surrounded by food. Imagine being born in the dining room of your favorite restaurant. That's what it's like for baby dung beetles. And by the way, in Africa... The name for a dung beetle is Tsifufu Nunu, which literally means a poop bug. 
Now, that's a good word to know. Say it. Sifufu Nunu. Now, learn it and then go impress your friends with your new word. I mean, surely there's somebody you know who you'd like to call a poop bug without them knowing, right? Okay, one last thing, very cool thing about dung beetles. They're very good astronomers. That's right. They are experts about the stars. A long time ago, scientists noticed something weird about dung beetles. Once they had formed a ball from a fresh pile of animal poop, they'd climb up on top of it and then do a little dance before climbing back down and rolling it back to their home. Now, this wasn't the beetles celebrating the fact that it had scored a delicious ball of poop. This was the beetle looking at the sky from a bunch of different directions. Now, why would it do this, and how do we know? Well, think about it. This beetle has to push a heavy load backward to its nest. Now, that's hard to do since the beetle can't see where it's going. So it looks up, and in the daytime, it follows the movement of the sun. If it's nighttime, it follows the stars of the Milky Way. And how do we know? Because scientists have put tiny little hats on dung beetles, no joke, to prevent them from seeing the sky. And when they do, the beetles just walk around in circles. But when they remove the hats so that the beetles can see the sun in the daytime or the stars at night, they do their little dance on top of the poop ball to figure out where they are. And then they use the stars or the sun to navigate and they head straight for their nests. Well, I hope you enjoyed this dung beetle story. You know, I wrote a poem for my granddaughter about dung beetles, and it ends like this. The Africans call him Sifufu Nunu, but I like to call him the bug who rolls doo-doo. See you next time. Hey, thanks for dropping by. I'm Steve Shepard, the host of the Natural Curiosity Project, where we're committed to the idea that curiosity leads to discovery, discovery leads to knowledge, knowledge leads to insight, and insight leads to understanding. In every episode, we explore some topic that piqued our curiosity enough to make us want to share it with you. I hope you enjoy the journey. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you'd leave a comment over at iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.